Hello there. Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the SysTakers Snapshots podcast. Uh, I'm your host today, Colin Brown, and I'm joined by Adam Tudor. Hello there. And Dan Slob. Hello. So, we've got a couple of things to talk about today, namely the meta bad guys and what people think of them. Uh, so, first thing we're going to talk about is four phantoms, three with Duke, one with Crackshot, or perhaps not Crackshot. Mm-hmm. Adam, what do you think of this list? So, what I think of the list is that it is really strong. Obviously, um, I think it's obviously made a big meta impact over in America. Uh, a lot of people flying over there, and then we went to the UK system open and saw a lot of it there. Uh, I believe it was around the ten phantoms made the cut. That was the kind of mark for the sixty-four people. So ten players have one phantom. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, a really high percentage for one particular list, mm-hmm. where the only difference really is going to be the crack shot or not crack shot. Um, I was flying the list, didn't take crack shot because I thought that the bid would be good against other 200 point lists. That worked in my favour. I briefly spoke to Kev Bellamy when we were next to each other in, in the first round of the cut, mm-hmm. and he was taking crack shot because he liked the fact that you could get use out of it. That was fine. But by and large, obviously, the list is just that set list. Uh, there's not a huge amount of variation. And it is, it is pretty good. So why do you think it is so good? The first and foremost reason that it is so good is its action efficiency. A lot of action efficiency got stripped back with things like, obviously, push the limit got removed and now we have linked actions. So the Phantom's decloak, usually the decloak is going to be clear with that two two straight barrel roll. Then or they, two straight, four Or two, two straight boost, yeah. Uh, then you get an evade token. As long as you're not stressed, you do an evade action. Then you get to do your moves and you get your focus tokens. So straight off the bat, it's got both tokens. And you want to be keeping the evade to recloak, so it's not really double actions. It's kind of a pseudo double action. The issue comes with the list when three of them have got Duke. And Duke is essentially turning itself on for free here. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a focus for my attack, which gives me fairly... I'm not going to try and do the odds, but gives you fairly good odds of getting two or three hits per attack and I'm making your green dice worse making you spend your focus token you obviously can only have one focus token I've got two more ships with Duke yeah I think in terms of action efficiency you can't discount the cloak in itself on the D cloak because being able to basically preposition is a huge deal you're getting that free movement as well which makes it really good so a lot of the best players tend to have them in um, you basically run them four in a block, yeah, and you keep them together, and you decloak back and forth until you get your perfect engagement. Absolutely, and I, I was doing that too. Like you open up with the one bank, start in the corner, open up with the one bank into the table, then you're completely open as to is my opponent going to the left? I'll bar roll right. All those sorts of things. Yeah. But there is an element of predictability with the decloak. A lot of the once you start getting into the good end of the room, people are going to know whether. I mean, even throughout the room. People are going to know where the decloak is coming, and the ships have to decloak. That's actually kind of the hidden weakness of the list, is that they have to decloak because you can't shoot while cloaked. And the list is a damage race, pure and simple, as far as I've found. I've brought four ships. In this edition, you've probably brought three plus ships. I need to be taking off ships as fast as you take off mine. If it comes to a one-on-one scenario, the Phantoms are pretty comfortable, by and large. So it, you have to keep up the damage pressure and keep duking, keep attacking. If you're in a scenario where a duked one can't decloak, 
you're pretty sad about it. Yeah, but as you say, you've got three options for how you decloak. You, I think you've got to be quite careless to put yourself in a position where you can't. Mm. And also, in terms of predictability, I'm not sure it is fair to say that they are predictable. In a lot of situations, no, no. for example, you can take a phantom. You can either... So the best things phantom can do generally is decloak to the side and then hard turn back in. And you can get a lot of situations where they're either going to decloak left and hard turn in right, or decloak right and hard turn in left. Yeah. And you force your opponent to make a decision about what which one of those they're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I don't think predictable is true in all situations. Okay. And a factor of Duke we haven't discussed as well is the fact that it stacks so beautifully. Like, mm. if you use Duke on your first ship to shoot, you know, turn into evade to focus, your opponent has to spend the focus to avoid that damage. All of a sudden, your focus token's gone, and all yep. the subsequent Dukes are much more effective. And now all of your, your green dice get much worse. Yes. I mean, Duke is what people are getting the knickers and twist about. No one is complaining that you can fit four Imdars into a list. No. No one cares about that at all. That's perfectly fine. And it, I can absolutely see that multiple Dukes has got to feel bad like yeah. when you're playing against it, because it's just like your evade dice don't matter anymore. Yeah. And there's so few ways to modify your evade dice these days that it just it does feel bad when someone takes away what little agency that you have. But I do genuinely think at the same time, you've got to think that these phantoms are five health ships behind two green dice that have a single modded attack. I think... I think they need Duke. If you took Duke away from them, they are just they're overpriced at that point. They're just they're just not any good, in my opinion. Like maybe you shouldn't be able to fit the fourth the fourth phantom into the list. Possibly. Like, is three on its own still good? Probably not. But maybe three and some other ship that isn't another phantom. That might feel a bit fairer. Three um, and an Imdo wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's still pretty good. But yeah, I, like, I think it is the Duke that is the problem. And it's a funny one, Duke, because it's five points. And if you don't get a free evade, it's just straight up bad. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, it isn't good at all. But if you do get a free evade, it's worth way more than five points. Yeah. It's really difficult to price. Um, I think you just price it for the ships where it's good. Yeah. Because like, it is bad at five points, so who cares? You're probably not going to take it on your A-wings. Yeah. So you might, I might as well make it ten points, because you're still not going to take it on your A-wings. Yeah. It's a tricky one, and obviously, like people are, you know, people are always going to complain about the lists that are doing well. But in my opinion, just any sort of spam list is is inherently a bit boring. Like I, I personally wish that they had some sort of like scalable pricing on ships, where if you take multiples, they become more expensive. In in my opinion, four four or five Y wings is just the epitome of boring like it's just dull they really you, you know and that's just my opinion if you enjoy playing it fair enough that's you know everyone likes different things for me though the phantoms at least are the, are the least boring versions of generic spam because i think with phantoms they make you actually play the game you've got to know where that decloak's going to be and you've then got to know where you're going to end up after you've decloaked. That takes a lot of spatial reasoning. Like, you've got to really know how to play the game to play them well. And so, you know, I, I think there's a, a bit of hyperbole going on that the most broken list in the game. 
people don't like how many, how much of it there is around. Yeah, right. That's that's, that's really where the issue comes. I, yeah, I think as well the fact is definitely like there's going to be a massive difference between a, a not very good player who picks up more phantom yeah. and a good player who picks them up. Correct. But for me, it's quite frustrating because I don't think it's that hard to kind of crab walk your phantoms back and forth across their board edge, cloaking, decloaking, and just true. making you come and get their engage. That is that's true. That's something I find a bit boring. Yeah. But I don't. I certainly don't think they're unbeatable. Do you think they'll survive the next points changes? No. Not absolutely not. No, no. Absolutely not. There, there's been too much of a fuss kicked up. They've done well enough at several events that I think they'll uh, be being hit with the nerf back. Yeah. FFG will trigger their condition that they set. You know, when when they said we're going to do six monthly point changes, you know, before we realise that they're actually just going to dabble whenever they pleased, and they said we are going to make it so that some lists are going to be really good for those six months, and then we're going to correct it. Which, as we know from FFG, basically means that they'll go way over the top and, and put put Duke to ten points, which well, I think would be excessive. They I, didn't. I think. Sorry. I think. What would be fine is to put the Sigma to 47. Because then you're not affecting Duke, which you're not making it even worse for other ships. It's still a viable option. The 47 then cuts out that third Duke. Now, if you want to go further than that and take away all the Dukes or take away the, the fourth um, uh, Sigma squadron, then that's, that's probably fine if that's how they want to do it. But I think just that little bump to take away the third Duke. Yeah. Seems somewhat reasonable. I mean, so Phantoms, they did hit them a little bit. They were kind of becoming a, a meta force when they did the last points change. So they kind of, and Duke went up by a, a point. Yeah. Yes. It was Whisper, wasn't through. it? It was so, that self-contained Whisper yeah. with Vader. The problem with the Whisper was that with Darth Vader crew, you could stay cloaked and do damage. Mm-hmm. That, that, that I'm not sure me, that's what made it that for, that for me was where they drew the line with it was because they, they still gave you the option by making it a gunner they still gave you the option to have the force crew so they're not worried about having force on Whisper the problem for me was that Cloak is as manoeuvrable as it is because you have to be able to do it or you can't shoot and that's the mechanic that it's bringing to the game Vader says I'm going to stay cloaked and I'm still going to kill that ship well this, I think really it's the fact that Vader can take your Focus away yeah. and then juke you. Definitely, yeah. I think that's, that's got, the real. That's part the more though. powerful. It yeah. was all that self-contained. Thing. I mean, it was. It was almost like having multiple dukes, but all on one ship. Yeah, you know, it was probably like, both, right? Was, um, so yeah, it, the, you're right. They have already felt a bit of of nerf, and it, you know, it's a funny one because at the end of the day, it's a unique ship. There's no other ship in the game that that does anything like what a, what a Phantom does. I mean, Adam, earlier earlier this evening, you came in and said, right, it's hyperspace now. What's four phantoms in hyperspace? What's the closest thing? And there just isn't anything. Thank God. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you say that. I wish there was. Yeah. I love phantoms, but yeah. But yeah, interesting to see where it'll end up. Definitely. So, the next thing that has been causing a big fuss on Facebook. Oh, you love a bit of drama. Oh, we do love drama. <laughs> is Fat Hand, the return of Fat Hand. Return and this has kind hand. of stemmed off two things. One, so Jack Mooney. Yep. Taker won uh, the UK System Open, the biggest tournament ever. Our very own. Our very yep. own. And it was a 144-point hand. Ooh, Crazy baby. hand. So he had basically every upgrade you can put on him. But the real thing that we're going to focus in on, I think, is the interaction between Kanan and Inertial Dampeners. And R2-D2. And R2-D2. And R2-D2 yeah. So basically what this interaction is, Inertial Dampeners lets you spend a shield to do a white stop. Kanan lets... And then take a stress. Kanan lets you clear that stress... And then R2-D2 lets you get a shield back if you have no shields and have a damage card. 
so that you can do it again next turn. Um, so basically, Han can dial in, say, a three bank, and then he can choose to complete that three bank and boost in any one of three directions, or he can stay still and do an action, maybe even boost. So he's got eight final finishing points from when he's dialed in his first move. And this is yeah. a hand that's going last. And he's probably going last because he's an issue of six. Yes. And then to add another thing in, it's got Luke Gunner, who, while the, this interaction is crazy and it's really expensive and probably points out of the game, not on this list, even after all of those final stopping points, if you are still arc dodging him, he yeah. can rotate his arc. Yeah. True. I think it's still very good, as we've seen from Nathan Idy doing very well with it as well. He yeah. didn't have Luke Gunner. He managed to fit in a whole other ship, basically. Uh, it's still a very strong combo, even without that. So, do we think it's OP? Dan, what do you say? Um, well, it's interesting. This has really split the community, yeah. and it seems to have split the community right down the Atlantic Ocean, to be honest <laughs> with you. Our friends in America really seem to think this is OP nonsense that, you know, is not what 2.0 was supposed to be about. Yeah. Uh, and over here in the UK, they seem to be much quicker to jump in and say that it's not OP at all, it's Jack that did really well, you know, it's a skilled a skilled pilot doing uh, using a list that he's, he's used for a long time and doing really well with it. I want to preface this by saying that none of us here want to take anything away from Jack. He flew amazingly well. That being said, I think I'm on the side of the Americans, to be honest with you. I think... And I don't, I don't think that it's stupid overpowered that needs to be nerfed immediately for the, for the health of the game. At the end of the day, this hand costs 144 points, right? That is enough of, of a, a point sink. You know, you should... It's a super powerful combo, but if it costs you 75% of, of your list, then maybe that's okay. Yeah. But also, what we were, what this vision of 2.0 was supposed to be was a game where dials mattered again. And it's hard to say that the dials matter with this hand. Because as you said, Coleman, so dial in a three bank, how can you possibly cover all those, yeah. all those um, areas that hand could be in? You just can't. And at the end of the day, if Han can, can get one-on-one -on -one battles each time, um, because he's dodged the majority of the ships and he's just shooting at one and perhaps they're shooting back at him, then it doesn't matter that he costs 144 points because he's basically that 144 points versus one ship. Yeah. You know, and it, it doesn't matter then. It's still one-on-one. -on -one. So, I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I do... I, I don't Like I say, I don't think it's the sky is falling... But I do think it's something that should be addressed. I don't think we should we should allow this kind of thing in 2.0. I think it's very interesting to compare it to Supernatural Reflexes. Yes, definitely. So that, that was 12 points, and then at the last points adjustment, it went up considerably for, at least for high pilot skill yeah, pilots. Yeah, Initiative 6 is 32. So yes, 36 even. Is it 36? Yeah. Crazy. So, so I think the designers have clearly put that point in there to say, this is like... We don't really want this in the game. They've almost priced it out of the game. Yeah. Said, like, we don't want this kind of, yes. you know, having perfect knowledge and then making dolls no matter as much. Exactly. And then this hand has appeared. Yeah. So in a way, it's as expensive because you have to pay for R2-D2 and Kanan. Yeah. And it's on hand. He's quite expensive. But I don't think that realistically is that expensive because all of those pieces have independent utility beyond yeah. this combo. Yes. Um, so I think... I, I, I'm in agreement, basically. Not to take anything away from Jack. No, and I think a lot of the yeah. stuff that's happened on Facebook is people have jumped to Jack's defence. Yes. And I think 
looking at the combo, I I wouldn't be sad to see it go up in points, no, or maybe not absolutely. for Kane and Inertial Dampeners not to work together. It would, yeah, that, that would be a very simple fix, because the only reason they do work together is because it got changed in the last uh, FAQ. It didn't used to work together. Yeah. So actually, there's only been... You know, there's only been a couple of months, and really only a couple of tournaments where it's actually worked because obviously it has to be extended. Kanan yeah. is currently an extended upgrade, so yeah. there's really only been what two, 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 two system opens, two system yeah. opens, and it's won one and comes second in one. Yeah, like to me, you know that that does say that it's. Pro- Don't get me wrong, there were two excellent pilots behind them as well. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with finding a broken combo and riding it to a win there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. that that's what we're all trying to do yeah. like you know so but nonetheless if it's a broken combo it, I don't think it should it should stay yeah well TBD if it's broken really but yeah. we'll see how it goes like I agree I don't think it's like oh my god nerf this now yeah um, but I wouldn't be surprised if something it's, did change in the I future I think it's very similar to the Phantoms as well like you said in the if a not very good player picks it up it's not gonna. You're not suddenly gonna win games with it. Yeah. But if a good player picks it up, then it's a bit silly. Like, yeah. This is a hand that is 72 half points. Like if you aren't a top level player, you're gonna give away those half points, and yeah. that's almost a hate Kylo Ren in points. Yeah. Like that's that is a lot of points, and <laughs> if you when you start losing those, the Jack. Flew so well at the weekend that he lost two ships the whole tournament. I think yeah. he lost it twice. But that yeah. is a that is pure testament to how good Jack is with those two ships. I mean, everyone talks about Han, like the fact that Jack flew Jake like that blows yeah. my mind. So like Han, you know, normally I'd look at oh he's 144 points. What do you put with him that's good? If someone had told me that Jake build was good, I'd say yeah. you're insane. You're yeah. clearly insane. And frankly, I would still say that unless yeah. you're Jack Mooney. Yeah, I agree. Like most people would put that on I the agree. table and it would die in the first turn. Definitely. You know, or first engagement. Rather. Definitely. But like, me included, absolutely. Yeah. I could not fly it. No. no. So. Well, there we go. It'll be interesting to see what happens if anything does happen. Yeah, with both of these lists we've talked about today. Very yeah. interesting. Okay, that's all we have time for today. We'd be very interested in hearing what the listeners have to say about this. So please drop us something in, a, in the comments on the Facebook page. Let us know what you think. Um, So it's goodbye from Dan. Goodbye. Goodbye from Adam. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. Thanks for listening, everyone.